Hello and welcome to the Ordinary Podcast. And let me start off like I do each and every week by saying thank you to those of you that have invited me into your homes, into your cars, into the space between your ears, and taken a chance on this little show of mine. For those of you who may not know, who am I and what is this show? Well, I am the face, voice, and brains of polynerdic.com. My name is Shad. And this show is my weekly nerd-centric life and culture podcast for adults. I say for adults because, quite frankly, if I'm passionate about something, if I'm super excited about something, if I'm mad about something, I can get a tad sweary. And I feel like it's inauthentic if I go back and I cover those naughty little four-letter words with a beep or a moment of silence or the mooing of a cow or anything like that. Or if I otherwise censor myself by, you know, dialing it all in and just giving you a stone-faced, stone-voiced, if you will, take on things. Like, I want this to feel conversational. I want it to feel authentic. I want you to feel like we are sitting across the table from one another, we're walking alongside the road, or we're driving in a car, or we're at the gym. You know, wherever you listen to your podcast, I want you to feel like I am there talking incessantly into your ears, not letting you respond. If you're a returning listener, I want to thank you from the bottom of my old-ass giant nerdy heart for coming back yet again. And if you're new here, I bid you the warmest of welcomes from a similar location of that aforementioned circulatory organ, and I sincerely hope you stick around even after bad jokes like that. All that said... Today is Saturday, May 11th, 2019, and this is episode number 101. You know, it's it's funny to me that, you know, I was very excited to hit that 100th episode mark, and then I, you know, spent the time, and and by spent the time, it's not like I, I poured over it forever, but I, you know, I, I put together my... Marvel Cinematic Universe rankings. Um, while I was recording that episode, I realized that I, I want to shift them again, uh, especially when it comes to movies like Ant-Man and Wasp. And then in the week since then, I really haven't had too much time to dive into a whole lot of nerdy nonsense. Um, I've probably played two hours, maybe three of Days Gone in the, in the week between episodes. I did read two comic books. Um, and I watched Aquaman last night. That's like the full extent of the stuff I did, I did between episodes. I didn't get to watch a whole lot of YouTube. I didn't get to listen to a lot of podcasts. I'm so far behind on my podcast stuff. It drives me nuts. Um, like I'm listening currently to this week's giant bomb cast. I have missed all the other ones I used to listen to on the regular um, that's what the one downside of carpooling to work is I no longer listen to podcasts in the morning to and from, and it, uh, it's definitely put me behind and, uh, it made putting this episode together hard because I sat down last night, you know, after we finished Aquaman and Chelsea went to bed, I sat down and opened the laptop up and started looking at news stories and realized there's not a lot going on that I really want to talk about. And, you know, with such short notice, there's no, 
there's no time to put together a topic. I, maybe I need to pre-arrange some stuff for for weeks like this, but I I really don't have much to talk about this week. This week's episode is gonna be really short because there's you know things I did, which we'll get to in just a moment, and then there's the things that are in the news, the very few that I want to talk about, mostly coming out of state of play, and uh, like you know we could. We touched on the, the the Borderlands 3 stuff last week. We touched on, you know, most of the stuff that seems to be still sweltering in the news. Sweltering? Smoldering in the news. Um, you know, like the, the, the stuff that requires a quote-unquote hot take. There's not a lot of it. Not a lot of it this week. And, you know, with my work schedule and, you know, we've become the kind of people that we work a 8 to 4.30 job. We come home about five o'clock, um, two to three times a week. We have to stop at the store to get something, uh, because you know, food doesn't keep. So, you know, like lunch meat for sandwiches for lunch, you got to stop and get that stuff, you know, every two or three days. Um, it, uh, has led to a very, very boring existence this last week. Have not had time to do stuff. And it's kind of driven me bonkers. Um, you know, the job's going better. Um, Chelsea's adjusting to her new job as well. And even though it's going better, it's still mentally taxing. And then, as I said, it's, you know, we, we essentially work a 12-hour day. You know, like we, from the time we get up to the time we come home is 11 to 12 hours. And... You get home from that, and it's, and that's if you don't have to go to the store. If you have to go to the store, it extends it. Um, or like we had a situation this week where we were set to go on a dinner date after work, and um, we had car issues that had to be fixed because it was raining, and when the motor assembly on your windshield wiper breaks, and it's the driver's side windshield wiper, um, and it's raining. As I said, you, you kind of have to fix it right away. So we had to do that. I mean, that was the most exciting thing we did all week. And it, it just, it was, this week was not good for content. Um, if you follow polynerdic.com or polynerdic on any of the social medias, you, you didn't see any new content roll out this week. And, and, that, and that's why we were so busy with other things. Um But yeah, it, it, it uh, it hasn't been a good week. But we're gonna fix that this weekend. So let's talk about some th- the few things I did experience, and then um, run into my plans for the weekend. Uh, as, as I said, for my stuff, I played some Days Gone, very little Days Gone. Uh, that game is still, um, still fine. It's like it's a game I enjoy, but it's also a game I have complaints with. If you follow my Twitter, um, I like to post the stuff that happens. It's funny, you know, stuff like invisible bikes and cutscenes, and and the AI enemies killing themselves trying to throw bombs at me. Um, things like the the distraction rock breaking and not working. Uh, that has happened several times where it just won't do what it's supposed to do. It's, it's an interesting game. Um, I mean, I enjoy playing it. 
I haven't streamed it yet. I think we're going to stream some of it this weekend. But like it, it's it's such an interesting, you know. It's like I said a couple weeks ago. It's fine, you know. It, it's 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 not it's not Mass Effect two, you know. It's not Dead Space. It's not um, God of War. But it's it's completely totally playable, and um, really my only problems with it is some of the pacing. You know, like the the you know all the little complaints about the rock not working and shit aside. It's like my biggest complaint with it is the pacing. Like missions sometimes go on too long. Um, it did this thing where it essentially played the opening cutscene again. Like six hours into the game, it played the opening cutscene again, but with some new scenes added. You know, some, you know, like. Small spoilers. Um, when the game opens, you see Deacon and his wife, and she's been stabbed and she's hurt. Well, when they replay the opening cutscene in the later portion of the game, you see her get stabbed. You know, it's, it's shit like that. Like, it, it's. There's some definite pacing issues. And then there's the bike. You know, I, I like the bike as far as a mode of transportation, but constantly having to maintain fuel and keep the bike repaired. And then, uh, yeah, because you have these situations where, like, snipers will shoot your engine and then it just wrecks your bike and you got to fix it and use all your scrap to fix it. But the scrap is also what you use to fix your weapons. You know, so if you get involved in any melee combat, you have to repair your weapon constantly. And it, it's, there's some balance issues and stuff that, that definitely lower the fun factor. Um, like I had an issue where I was clearing a, a town of nest and my bike was all the way on the other side of the town and I had like one more nest to go and it was getting late and I was thinking about quitting playing and I just wanted to save it but my bike was all the way on the other side of town and there was a ton of enemies between me and the bike and then you know the pacing of the combat of the game like you can't just run out and start attacking the, the freakers because if there's like seven of them you're dead you know and uh, it just, it would be nice to be able to save on the fly and not have to rely on your bike. Um, also, as I mentioned the first time I talked about it, the bike is not the horse from Red Dead Redemption. It's not like you can whistle and bring it to you. Um, I did read, as I mentioned, some comic books. Uh, I read uh, Superior Iron Man Volume 2 and Civil War 2. I finally got my hands on it and read it. Um, Superior Iron Man 2 is an interesting story. That whole arc is interesting because, like, Tony Stark's kind of the bad guy in it. Um, actually very much the bad guy, or very much a bad guy in it. That he, uh, he's, he's made, like, a synthetic symbiote. And that's his suit. And it's kind of corrupting him a little bit, turning him bad. And, and the second volume is about Pepper Potts and a AI version of Tony trying to stop him. Civil War II, on the other hand, if you've never read it, is about the conflict between Tony Stark and Captain Marvel over the use of this brand new inhuman who can seemingly see the future, or as they later find out, um, spoilers, that it's like a possible future, it's not necessarily set in stone, but uh, Carol, Captain Marvel, she takes it as set in stone and she starts using it to prevent crime um some some pretty 
significant characters die in this character arc or in this story arc. Um, but all in all, like I, I would say that it is not nearly as interesting as the original Civil War was. Um, it, it lacks that big moment that Civil War One had. Um, you know, it's well past spoiler time, or you know, but uh, the original Civil War comic book, Captain America died at the end of it, and it was a huge thing, right? And you know, obviously later they retconned it because comic books do that. Um, but it uh, they uh, they killed Captain America at the end of the first Civil War, and. They didn't do a big, huge ending like that in this one. Like, characters die throughout Civil War, too. But it, uh... Like, the deaths are... The deaths in Civil War Two are more or less the catalyst for the war as opposed to the result of the war. So, like, the end of Civil War Two just kind of peters out, in my opinion. Like, it just kind of just... Uh, it's over. Um... And that's why it's kind of inferior, in my opinion. And then lastly, the last thing I got into this week was, I, you know, I watched Aquaman. Watched it last night. Um, entertaining movie. I, I have some issues with it as far as, like, like you can't apply logic to it because you're talking about, you know, fictional beings, um, you know, the Atlanteans of DC, that, you know, they... They're in ships underwater, but the ships are full of water. Um, uh, they can, you know, talk underwater, but there's no air bubbles. They can breathe underwater. You know, it's, you know, logically speaking, it has, there, there's issues, but there's, you know, some issues beyond that too. Um, like, I found some of the CGI work was hit or miss. Some of it looks brilliant, like the big battle scene towards the end with the, all the sea creatures fighting looked amazing until you got real granular and got up and you seen like the computer generated versions of Aquaman and Ocean Master fighting like it it did not look great and one of my thoughts when I when I watched it was like the when they set up the fight at the end between the one-on-one -on -one battle between Aquaman and Ocean Master it initially looks like something out of injustice like the way like the way character introductions are in that game and then as the fight went on, it looked bad. Like, I'm not a graphic artist by any escape of the imagination, so maybe I don't have the place to critique their work. But as a fan of the of movies, it just stood out. Like, it stood out so much. Like, they didn't look horrible. It, it wasn't like they were, like, uh, if you want to go way back to when the... Uh, the Scorpion King and the Mummy movies was introduced, and he came out as a giant half the rock, half scorpion monster, and that looked absolutely atrocious. Um, was that 18, 19 years ago? If you like, it, it wasn't that bad, but it also really stood out as not real people, and that happened several times throughout the movie where that it's it's almost like they sometimes it looks like they planted the actor's face on the character like it you know it's their hair a lot of their hair uh Dolph Lundgren 
his hair, the way it waves when he's underwater, it makes it look, well, I mean, it is fake. It, it's, you know, CG water waving hair on a human face. And it, it just, like, part of me wonders why they just didn't go full G, full CG, excuse me. And, um, you know, do it like the fucking Final Fantasy movies photorealistic people that are computer generated, you know, like for so much of the movie that feels like that would have worked better. Um, cause it's this weird mix of, of live action and CG and it, and it shows. And yes, we have a 4k TV, but I didn't rent the Blu-ray. I rented the DVD version and even the DVD version, it stood out like a sore thumb. Like it, it was just really apparent when th- things weren't really there. Um, and I'm not talking like the fish creatures and whatnot. I'm talking just the people. Um, but that's my real only complaint with it is, is like it, it was just a fun action movie, had a good tone. Um, Jason Momoa was fun as uh, as Arthur Curry. I, I still say he'd be a better Lobo, but, you know, that ship has sailed. Um, everyone around him was really good in the movie. You know, the, the movie was just a, a fun action superhero movie. Um, I did have the thought that I want to see Thor and Aquaman hang out because I think that I think they'd be bros. Uh, this the movie's version of Aquaman anyway, and uh, and then you know obviously the Chris Hemsworth Thor. Um, once he gets his act together and gets back in shape. Um, but they, uh, like, I just, uh, I, I don't, maybe it's my second favorite DC movie. Could be third. Like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman are kind of close. Shazam's my favorite. I, 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 I still am enamored with that movie a month on. But, uh, I think that, uh, I think Aquaman was a pretty good movie. It's, it's what the DC movies, the tone they should have had all along. You know, no, no more of this dark, dreary nonsense. Like, leave that to Batman. Let Batman have the broodiness. Uh, I, I will defend Man of Steel. I thought Man of Steel was fine. Um, you know, I, I liked that direction that they were going, with Superman at least, um, to make it a little more serious and less, less lame, because uh, I am not a Superman fan. Forgive me if you are. Uh, but I just, I've never, he's never clicked with me. So I kind of dug what Zack Snyder was doing in that regard. But then it all kind of fell apart as they moved along. And that was DC's fault for rushing things, you know? Like, they, they, they didn't earn any of the emotional impact they were going for at all because it was too fast, you know? We're seeing Superman die in the second movie that he's in, you know? Like, that was too quick. Um, we had this discussion at work at the time of Batman v Superman that like coworker Josh and I, we'd set, set down and one, one night we just kept coming back to it. Every time I'd come back to the command center, uh, this is when I was a security supervisor. We'd talk a little bit more about it and we branched out like this nice arc that DC should have done, you know, like death of Superman should have been like seven or eight movies in not number two. Uh, anyway, I digress. Aquaman was fun. Um, they're obviously making a sequel. It comes out in a couple of years. 2022, I think I read. Um, I, I do find it a bit absurd that we're we're learning about movies this far in advance. 
I, I know the internet is 24-7, 365, and it needs content all the time. I get that. Um, but it, uh, I think it's absurd that we know like all the Star Wars movies up to like 2026 or something like that. And, and, and it's just, just let movies get made and come out. Like there's no surprise factor anymore. Um, that covers my stuff though. Took about 20 minutes to cover my stuff. Um, I keep saying, um, cause I'm thinking cause there's nothing written on the page in front of me. It, uh, the news we had this week, you know, was kind of meh. Uh, we saw an awesome Spider-Man trailer. Uh, I like that they appear to be wrapping the multiverse into it. I hope it truly is the multiverse and not some bullshit that, you know, Mysterio is spewing, you know, and, and that Nick Fury knows isn't true, but let it slide in that scene, you know, that kind of thing. Um I understand from what I read, though, it looks like that they're they're going with true multiverse stuff, that the snap did tear a hole in the fabric of reality, and Quentin Beck is from the same universe that, like, uh, I think it's Spider-UK. Um, you know, the UK Spider-Man. I, I think it's that universe that he's supposed to be from. At least that's what I read. Don't quote me. I'm not an expert on this. I don't, you know, I don't have, you know, insider information. It's just something I read. And... You know, Sony did their state of play this week. That weird uh, Riverbound four-player pixel art isometric dungeon crawler-looking game looks fun. Uh, if it's about twenty, thirty bucks, I'll probably pick it up this summer. Uh, I was super excited to see the Predator game show up. You know, the little teaser they had for it, and then I read it's an iso- uh, isometric, an asymmetrical multiplayer game, and immediately became less excited uh, because I don't want that at all i wanted i wanted a like a horror game like an alien isolation game but in a jungle with a predator i didn't want a game where someone plays the predator and four to eight people play soldiers trying to kill it you know like i just did not want that um you know we had that with friday the 13th a couple years ago and it was fun when it wasn't broken and the xbox version was super broken um, I wanted a, a horror game with the Predator in it. Uh, Alex Navarro of Giant Bomb has said it best forever ago, though. He brought it up again this week that, uh, back, remember back when, um, Ghost Recon Wildlands had their Predator event? He tweeted out then that, like, the perfect Predator game would be a game that is, and it would only last until release date. Like the setup only works until release date, maybe, you know, a day or two after where, and they could do it now with the way they update things. But anyway, they, his idea was that, that you get a game and you market it as just a standard military shooter game. You know, it could be something in the ghost recon wildlands or the modern warfare, you know, it could be a first person game, could be third person. Um, but you market it as that. And then people go into it expecting it to be a military shooter. And then they just drop the Predator into it. You know, like you don't, you don't expect it to be a Predator game. You expect it to be a shooter. Like that would be absolutely fucking brilliant. But as I said, it would last right up until the moment people get their hands on it. You know, the moment someone gets their hands on it and plays it for six hours and then the Predator shows up, the internet will be on fire with it, you know. But, you know, 
it's a great idea, even if it would be hard to pull off in practice. Apparently there's a John Wick game coming. Um, I didn't care for the art style from what I saw. Uh, it's not going to be an action game. It's going to be like a like a puzzle action game. Uh, it's not going to be straight up like third-person shooter. Um, who knows? Once I see more of it, you know, it's very early in development. Um, that movie comes out pretty soon, too. And uh, that movie being John Wick 3. Um, apparently, the, uh, the world of Days Gone is set in the same world as Siphon Filter, which is a, a nice thing. I just read an article about it. There's some definitive links to the two, uh, including apparently in the end game you can get a taser similar to the one from Siphon Filter. I can't wait to reach that point because I want to I want to zap some freakers the way I used to zap terrorists in the Siphon Filter games. And then uh, we saw the Final Fantasy VII remake again. You know they released some more footage. Uh, Jim Sterling was speculating that 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 is maybe all that Square has gotten done at this point because that's typically how Square does things. They announce stuff way too early and then drip-feed it to us over the course of years, uh, looking at Final Fantasy 17, or 15 excuse me, as a good example. Um, I just recently finished Final Fantasy 7 a couple weeks ago for the first time ever. Uh, I played it, the, the re-release version of it on PlayStation 4, you know, with the nice little cheat functions where you can make it go three times faster and always have limit breaks. Um took me about 15 hours to beat it that way, which means I think overall I've probably played Final Fantasy VII for like 120 hours of my life. Um, as I got all the way to the end before and then never finished it back in the late 90s and then just finished it again to this this year. Um, I'm interested in this remake, but also like part of me is a little bummed out that it's not got like the active time battle system thing that the the turn-based style that the original did because in this footage you see it looks much more like the modern Final Fantasy games combat a lot like 15 as a matter of fact and I just don't know how that's going to work um, but it looks beautiful that that is one thing you cannot deny is that it looks like a gorgeous game um, good job to the artist there that game looks fantastic It'll be interesting to see, though. Like, apparently it's still coming out in episodic format, like they, they initially said, uh, which is something that I think is probably a bad idea. Because when they announced it, episodic games were all the rage. You know, that's, that seemed to be the thing to do. But it's been, what, three, four years now? Um, I just I just don't know what they're doing over there. And it's, uh, you know, not worth wasting brain cells on trying to figure out, I guess. Um, but that's going to do it for this week's episode. I know... Well, actually, that's not going to do it. Let me real quick break down what's going on this weekend. I'm going to have a lot of time to myself this weekend, and I'm going to use it to my advantage to make a lot of content. You know, we're, we're probably going to finish the Chell Razor Invitational Round Robin Tournament um, that I've been doing with Fire Pro Wrestling. Probably going to finish that soon, or this weekend, rather. Um, going to I'm going to delete the King of the Cage Tournament I started and start it fresh. Uh, since some bullshit with the DLC corrupted my tournament and deleted it, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start that over, and then um, but maybe not this weekend. That's the sidebar. 
Uh, probably going to record an actual card this weekend as well. You know, to get at least one show in May done because uh, I don't know when I'm going to have time to do another one. Going to stream some Days Gone this weekend. Going to probably stream some Division. Going to probably stream some Mass Effect 2 because uh, it's been a couple weeks and I want to get back into that. Um, and I think that's it. We're, we're going to spend, like, anytime I am alone, I'm going to stream some shit. And that's uh, that's my plan for the weekend. So expect uh, over the next, you know, at least week or so to see some more content roll out on polynerdic.com. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on all the social medias. I'm polynerdic on all of them. That's If you haven't seen it written anywhere else, it's P-O-L-Y-N-E-R-D-I-C.com. Polynerdic. Um, Thank you for listening to another episode of the Ordinary Podcast. Um, I know I'm saying I'm a lot. Please forgive me for that. Just trying to get my thoughts together here as we wrap this up. Uh, Thank you for listening, though, to another episode. This has been episode 101. We are inching closer to the two-year anniversary. I don't really have anything planned for it, but, you know, we're almost there. Two straight years, every week, recording an episode of this little show. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you come back for more. Maybe next week I'll I will have had time to discuss more than what we did this week. But thank you for listening. I'll see you next week here on the Ordinary Podcast.